Meet Parker Bennett, real estate agent. Parker loves cabinets. Parker has a background in building inspections, so he knows houses. This is the Kamloops Insider with Parker Bennett. Hello and welcome everybody to the Kamloops Real Estate Insider podcast. We have a very, very fun podcast for you today as we have some colleagues of mine and really good friends join me as we debunk the myths associated with real estate and real estate agents. Stay tuned for an excellent, excellent podcast. Very funny one. I think we're even popping some tops in this one. Hey, welcome everybody to the podcast, Kamloops Real Estate Insider Podcast. We have a very specifically unique show today because we have a bunch of realtors on. Usually, I don't let realtors come on my podcast. It's just not good for business. Unless they're friends. Friends. (laughs) Um, So let's go kind of in a clockwise, like we're playing, you know, cards. And we'll start with uh, Tina. Just give Hi. me a quick intro. Tina, I'm Parker's assistant. And, li- and if you're, you know, the real estate counsel, it's an unlicensed assistant. Yes. Just put that on. Unlicensed assistant. Nice. Hi, I'm Philip Thiessen. I'm not an unlicensed assistant. I'm a realtor. Awesome. Here at Royal LePage Westwind. That sounds scripted. <laughs> Are you reading that off something? No, I'm not. <laughs> That's awesome. Hang on, let me refer. For, She's got a great outfit on, too, for radio. <laughs> All right, you're up, Franny. Francis Ramuno, up next, 24-7 realtor and full-time dad. Happy to be here today with Parker Bennett. Nice. That sounded scripted. I I wrote it for him. Parker did write that for me. (laughs) (laughs) Last but not least, Andrew Andrew Karpiak, sometimes known as Realtor to the Stars, (laughs) the one star in town. Uh, And I'm not 24-7. Don't call me after nine. (laughs) Fair enough. Don't knock on that. After 9 o'clock? PM. AM. Okay. Uh, Today we have a very interesting topic that we're going to chat about because we're going to talk about debunking the myths of not only real estate in general, but we're going to talk about uh, the myths of real estate agents where we might just talk about uh, how many hours a day you can call your realtor. That might be on the script for today. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. as you are all veterans of the real estate game and you've been, this is like a Royal LePage. This is a legit Royal LePage bloodstream here, isn't it? Absolutely. Like we've never been anywhere else. Never left. No. Why would I? Why would I go to BS Realty (laughs) (laughs) or Remax? (laughs) That's a good point. I don't know. I hear they have a good like uh, healthcare package. Yeah. Something like that. I just Uh, seen EXP pop up on your call display. (laughs) Yeah. They keep trolling me. Okay, um, we're going to start it off with uh, probably the, the very most important myth busting of real estate agents, and I'm just going to jump right into it, okay? Hop in. Realtors now are obsolete because the internet has all the listings, the MLS service has all the listings, you don't really need a realtor to go view all the properties, get all the specs off of BC Assessment, Zillow. Uh, you can get comparables now through the BC assessment as well. What do I need a realtor for? That's a good point. I'm going to leave now. <laughs> I, I quit. Just, <laughs> I just told you right out of Yeah, I'm done. <laughs> I'm going to say, ah, you're wrong on that. All right, let's elaborate. Okay, so what are you going to do on each one of those listings? You're going to call up the seller on each one of those listings and arrange your own showings, first of all. Then you're going to go check the titles on all of them, PDS. What are you going to do? Let's talk about title. 
You know, in a lot of transactions where it's a for sale by owner transaction, where you have a buyer who's not represented and you have a seller who's not represented, mm-hmm. how many of those people actually discover title? Do we have a stat for it? Do we have a percentage? I can make a really good estimate. It's probably zero. Zero. Yeah. yeah. They, they see that title when their lawyer gets them to sign the closing documents. Right. That's the first time they see the title. And then they go, oh, well, there's a restricted covenant on there. Oh, there's a building scheme. I can't have goats. <laughs> like, I bought this so I could have goats and chickens, and I can't do that now. Right. Right? That's the sort of stuff. And too bad for you. Sorry. It's too yeah. late. Oh, there's a pipeline going through my backyard? I had no idea. <laughs> and that pipeline recent payout was the previous owner, and I don't, <laughs> yeah. I don't get anything out of that? Well, that's no good. How about yeah. the, um, I can't build a shop, no auxiliary structures permitted on the property? Yeah. How, right? how, how would you know that, though? Well, Zillow, Zillow would tell you that, wouldn't it? I don't think so. No. 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 Zillow doesn't tell you oh, that. Oh, you were messing with me. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't picking up what you were throwing down there. <laughs> How about uh, today? Sorry, sorry to interrupt. Today I had an, a, a call or an inquiry online on my, one of my listings on Telford. Nice big house. Nice backyard. It's got a little bit of a side access. So her question to me via email was, I'm working with a realtor, full disclosure in the email. Um, can I park a 22-foot trailer down that side path on your listing? So I took that opportunity to say, well, thank you. You should actually be having your realtor get in touch with me, but I don't mind answering questions. Are you aware that most neighborhoods in the city have covenants that restrict the fact that you can park a 22-foot trailer in your yard? Furthermore, you should probably double-check that and make sure that your realtor understands that before you start shopping neighborhoods, if that's of importance to you, because that sets you up for liability down the road. You can get sued by your neighbors. Um, So I I sent her that back, and I said, I honestly don't know if you're going to fit a 22-foot trailer there. You should probably go and just do a drive-by and have a look. Or there's an open house on Saturday. So she got back to me and says, not being able to park my trailer is a no-starter. I have to be able to park it. This is your listing? Yeah. Okay. So Did you explain to her and did you get her to sign a disclosure stating that you were representing her while you had that conversation? Absolutely, I did via email. Via yeah. email. In the first thing I did in the email. Yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that new rule, by the way. That's a solid real estate agent fair for you. What do you think the disclosure is like on a for sale by owner house? Uh, what disclosure? Yeah, they'll fill one out, right? Sure they will. Mm-hmm. Guaranteed every time. <laughs> so that's a scary thought right there. Yeah. Let's elaborate on that. So for sale by owners, if some of us tackle that, or some of our buyers say, I've found a for sale by owner, can you, can you help me with this? That scares me to death because now I have to represent and protect both parties. Right. Because right. you're protecting you. you got to protect well, my, you too. protect myself ultimately. Yeah. So if my buyer buys a house that has something that hasn't been disclosed, then that's going to fall on me. So now I have to go after the seller and make sure that they're doing their job. So you've just amplified the work for me. Mm-hmm. 100%. Am I going to get paid more? Yeah. No, if you're lucky, you'll get paid the same. Got it. Yeah, I had the same issue uh, recently on a house that was going to be listed by a real estate agent, but they beat the market to the Facebook page, the okay. Facebook marketplace. Yeah. And I had a buyer who made a run at it, and like my background is a home inspection. I seen a red flag like right away. And asked the sellers about it, and they just said, no, you're wrong. Like, (laughs) a freshly dug up side yard, and they'd been in the house for 12 years-ish, if they're listening. You know what you did. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know what you did. (laughs) You know what you did. Did they take an oil tank out of the ground? No, it was was water issue. Yeah, directing, water was being directed to the side of the house. Mm -hmm. 
and the linoleum in the basement made it very evidently clear that it's something had happened, and the freshly cut drywall, and the mm, missing yeah. baseboards, oh. and the disturbed soil. Mm. Great yeah. attempt to cover it up. Yeah. And the new gutter downspout. Yeah. <laughs> so, but they didn't, and they didn't disclose that, that at all on a property disclosure. They statement. didn't, and all I had to do was just educate my buyers as best I could as what I suspect was going on there. Yeah, and they still wanted to buy it, so uh-huh. they made a run. Disclosure, disclosure, disclosure. No, no such thing. And you wrote all that down, right, in a file? I just did. I wrote yeah. it on a podcast. Nice. <laughs> it's legitimate now. But okay, so why are, why are sellers selling their own homes? What is their reason? What's their number one reason? Save money. Save, save money. money. So... Yes, do you save money? Because we charge so much, right? That's the reason. Is that a myth? I would say it's a myth because I just dealt with a for sale by owner uh, where I represented the buyers and they left a ton of money on the table. The negotiation was, I got an idea, let's just give them what they want real fast before they figure it out. Mm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That'll happen. So they saved a few bucks in commission, but how much did they leave on the table? Yeah. Exactly. Who knows? Because it was a very aggressive market. I could imagine it getting a little carried away, but... I, that's not my job to represent them. So, yeah, I, I think in some cases, actually, let me back it up a little bit. Let's go back to disclosure for a second. Representing a seller without names. Um, how often is it that you have to lead them to the disclosure? Like, okay, so you're giving them the disclosure statement. And you're like, have you ever had an issue with this? And they're like, nope. And you're like, well, you told me about this before. Oh, do I have to disclose that? How often do you think that happens all in the, the whole... All the time. All the time. All the time. Mm-hmm. But it, I, I, my approach is I start off with that PDS and I say, this is our, our legal framework. This is how we prevent you from getting sued down the road. So anything you have to say, Put it in. say it. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. More disclosure, the better. Um, Ulti- ultimately, that disclosure is going to save the seller's money. It's less, less framework to grind you on price. Yeah, and it's not, not it's not a it's not a bad thing to just put so much on it that it doesn't hurt you. No, it doesn't. You know, and it doesn't. De- de- as Franny says, it doesn't hurt your valuation of the no. house. No, nope, not at all. Not at all. All right, so uh, let's move into the old adage that uh, realtors are dishonest. I can't speak for all of us, right? But <laughs> I can't either. No. <laughs> Some are like like any business. Mm-hmm. Like any profession. Probably the same ratio. Absolutely. Right? Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. yeah. We were having this discussion before the podcast about sellers, and I don't want to put, I'm not punching on anybody here, but going back to disclosure and, and the dishonesty of some sellers would be the same probably ratio as dishonest realtors. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's more reason to use a realtor because when you get a realtor that you trust, they'd be able to sniff out the dishonest backdoor deals that may be going on with another agent. Yeah. But not in Kamloops. No, Kamloops is good. Yeah. <laughs> it's a Vancouver thing for sure. Unless your initials are MR. <laughs> um, you got anything to say about that, Franny? No. <laughs> I'm going to let that one go. It's <laughs> probably a good one to let go. Uh, okay. I got a good one. Um, agents are paid a salary. Eight. Sorry, agents or <laughs> agents. 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 Uh, okay. Are paid a salary. 
Should I clarify that there's um, pops going on on the table here? Yeah. Probably not. Okay. okay. I thought I heard <laughs> Asians. Too late. I, I, I thought I heard Asians. I legitimately did. Okay. I'm hypersensitive right now with the Kung Fu going around. Well, I got the earphones on, so I hear it really loud and clear. Okay. Got it. Do I look sexy? Do I look like I know what I'm doing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. I thought you were going to drop a beat and we're just going to rave or something. <laughs> <laughs> I can drop a beat in here. What I have was the ability. The, sorry, what was the question? Agents salary. are paid um, a salary. Agents don't pay for their marketing material. The brokerage does. You ever <laughs> heard of that? Oh, big myth. It came up. Wouldn't that be nice? Came up. It would be lovely. Yeah. yeah. Uh, agents take all the commission. <laughs> yeah. Wouldn't that In be In some nice? cases. Yeah. <laughs> but not all cases. Um... In what case? Tell me a case of where they take it all and they're not paying an office fee or they're not paying their market fee. or So no, that, right? Okay, well, yeah, if you break it down like that, um, we have expenses. Yes. Right? To belong to Royal LePage or... Uh, we, we have a baseline of, of expenses to just be, be realtors. Yeah. And then beyond that, you can spend whatever you want from a marketing standpoint. Right. Your choice. Yeah. But there's no salary. No. I'm not salary. Oh, with whom? Parker Bennett Personal Real Estate Corp. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, from time to time, I may receive monetary gifts. That one's BS. Yeah. I have never, (laughs) ever seen anyone get anything, or I've I've never had a referral. I I had a gift card once. Once. Okay. Yeah, as a referral. I had a gift card. Let me guess. It wasn't from a lawyer. No, it was from a mortgage broker. Right. Thanks for the business. Here's a $50 Earl's gift card. I'm like, hey, fantastic. I gave those out like candy. Right. Thank you. Mm-hmm. So Someone from a notary. I've never received. Yeah. Well, I, I, sh- I shouldn't say that. I've received a Sorry. gift. You know, like if you've uh, sent some business a certain way, they might put your name in a hat. You win a prize that way. I've, that's happened to me once. Yeah. But that, I don't have any issues with that. We cover that off in our contracts. There's the odd time when we might get something. And I've never, ever, 13 years, never had a client go, I'd like to talk to you about this a little yeah. bit more. Mm. They don't care. What but do you think other markets are like, though? Getting a know. kickback from brokers? I guarantee brokers? you Vancouver's different. Yeah. yeah, maybe. Lawyer referrals, realtor referrals. Builder. Builder referrals. Yeah, builder review. Sure. Yeah. Got to be builder referrals here, too. There, there are a few that I've heard of. I've never had it right. presented to me. I've had it presented this way. If you send it to me, just let me know what you want me to pay, and I'll just add it into the build. Yeah. Fair enough. Careful. I don't want that one on me. No. no. I'll, I'll pass on that. Just maybe a gift card to Starbucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, we, you had a comment in there about commissions. No, or what was it? It was... Um, agents take all the commissions? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So maybe somewhere on there you've got our commissions negotiable. Uh, we're going to get to that. I'm going to hold you off on that one. Okay. I'll come back to that. Circle Let's come back. back. Circle back. Come back to that. Circle back to that. Um, pretty recent one, but agents can represent both sides of the transaction. Take all the money? Obviously not. Not in BC anyways. Um, you can't represent both sides. You can still take all the money, though. You can still take all the money, but you can't represent both sides. Yeah. yeah have you done it? That makes a lot of sense. Have you taken the listing commission and, re- and non-represented a buyer? Yes. In I on a new build? Yes. Okay. Um, have you? No, I referred out. Parker? I just referred it out. Yeah. Yeah. But let's talk about that. Why did you guys refer it out? <laughs> Fear. Fear of what? Fear of something, someone not liking it in the Council of British Columbia. 
Okay, so fear of, of the powers that be auditing and figuring it out and then coming after you. Yep. Okay, fair enough. That's what the disclosure form is for. Oh, and I, I get it, but just having the discussion is like, yeah. it's uh, not worth it. I think, I think, I don't want it. I think you're property specific on this question, though. Absolutely. You know, I mean, new construction, you know, you, you basically pay the price, right? You can do no, no agency on that because that's the purchase price. Where there's a property that you feel you can negotiate, then maybe refer it over and gives, you know, the, the buyers a, a chance, right? Right. Yeah, okay. So or bare land. Fair enough. Yeah. I agree with that statement. Yep. Before the dual agency limitation came into play, I just had a lot of uh, situations where you couldn't win. <laughs> You would not be able to win. So yeah. forget it. When did that come into play here? Two Last years ago. Last Two year, yeah. year and a half. April fifteenth. I remember that for some reason. That was the date. <clears throat> yeah, sounds about right. Haunts me. It's a big deal. It it is on certain types of real estate for sure. Yeah. So on the, on the new build stuff, yeah, like a lot absolutely. of my townhouse stuff at Tobiano, that was. Totally. Nine times out of ten, I would be the only guy, and it would be far smoother because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I have all the information. I don't have to go through various people to get that information to the buyer. Yeah. It was way easier. Mm-hmm. Hey, I recently had a discussion with uh, a broker, managing broker. won't give any names in case he doesn't want to be on, 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 put on record, but someone who's been a realtor for 47 years mentioned to me that back in the day, they, they double-ended every deal yeah. and never got sued for any issues because nope. they just made it happen better. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, ironically, double-ends were up, what, 11% last year? Yeah, I think I remember hearing that yeah. stat, that double-ends were up more. Yeah. And now with less liability in theory. Yeah. yeah. Right? Well, and we had some office policies in the beginning that, that prevented that from happening unless... The office trusted you as a realtor, right? Right. Whereas another office in town, <laughs> their policy, they were like, "Whatever, get the paperwork signed and do both sides, mm-hmm. like double ended, if you can." Right. Like, well, that's kind of counter. That doesn't work. How about this one? It's not on my list, but it's kind of going backwards. But um, don't need an agent because I can just get my lawyer to do everything they do. And I, I'm like, I'm chomping at the bit to say something here. Yeah, chomp away. How do you think that negotiation's going to go with two lawyers? <laughs> yeah. It might take a while. Yeah. It's going to take a month. And they're going to bill you for every you're hour. You're going to be charged a lot more than a commission would ever Hour, they're going to bill you for every email that says thank you for your yeah, time. No yeah. kidding. So let's, let's, make, let's play that out, okay? Um, no, I like the price, but can you just get that cabinet included? Yeah, but that's going to cost you $275 to write that email. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and send that off. Yes, yeah. Oh, yeah, I'll just buy it. I'll just buy it myself. It's at Costco <laughs> for a buck. Um, all agents are the same. No, not all agents are the same. I'd say we're all pretty different in this room. All brokerages are the same. <laughs> we all do, all do things the differently. There's, there's definitely good realtors and some that I... Define a good realtor. What's a good realtor? In your words. Someone with a certain level of intelligence to start with. Yep. Let's start with that. Years of experience and then, and then maybe putting the interests of the clients slightly ahead of their own. Yep. Majority of the time would be a good start. How about it. controlling emotions? Yeah. Not the client's emotions so much as maybe their own emotions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Getting vetted in the deal. 
negotiations yep. going a little tough, you kind of take it personally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got to have a lot of forgive and forget. Thick skin, yeah. they say. Thick skin. I know that when I'm looking at a listing or a bunch of listings and my clients want to go look, I, right off the bat, if I look at the listing agents, I'll know how it's going to go. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I don't steer the client beyond that, but internally I'm preparing myself. Or how about if you look at the write-up and the photos in a listing? What are you getting at? Right. Like, are, are there agents that just drive around with their with their flip you know phone what I'm, out of You know car? what I'm actually specifically talking about a listing. It's a a luxury listing, and um, the write-up is horrific. It's the grammar is terrible, the spelling is terrible, the capitalization is terrible, and then the photos are blurry, and there's no video, there's nothing. Just, that, just it curious, is a Phil. Luxury is that a two-plus million dollar listing? No, it's a with an airstrip. One point four. Oh, I know the one you're talking about. <laughs> right. So yes, how about a measure at a level of standard in this industry that would be yes. great to to have a minimum? Yeah, that would be great. But then why? How do we separate ourselves if there's such a level of standard for advertising a property? Uh, I'll nominate myself on that committee. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I want to be on that committee. I'd be happy I'll join. To blow people up. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I just about reached out to that realtor who has the two plus million dollar listing. Might be on a lake that rhymes with bear. Yeah. And I was going to say, this is atrocious. <laughs> Every single photo is blurry. Mm-hmm. Yep. And this is a, a, a relist. Like, oh my God. Like, come on, step up. Mm. Yeah. I nearly did the same with this listing. And then I thought, I, I can't. But it really bugs me. It bugs you as a buyer too, right? You read the specs on a house and you're like, oh, this might be the one. Then you're like, I just can't get a hint as to what it looks mm-hmm. like inside. Mm-hmm. You may There's not nothing. be able to, but me being unlicensed, mm-hmm. maybe I can. I'm just going to give you I the number right now. I just did a deal uh, this morning on a grossly overpriced house. I warned my buyer, I represent the buyer, and I warned my buyers repeatedly that I think this is a bad move, but they're in love with the house. So that's fine. I did my job. Got him the best price I possibly could. The write-up had two massive mistakes. It had a non-conforming street um, suite, but the write-up said non-non-conforming suite. Okay. Oh. I'm like, okay. Good old double native. Yeah, <laughs> super. It. We're in the south now. Right. So I, I texted who happened to be the son on the listing and said, hey, is this suite legal or not legal? I, I'm, I'm confused by the non-non-conforming. He's like, oh, that's a typo. Got it. Okay. Also, the write-up says fully fenced backyard and we're missing half the fencing. Is it fenced or not fenced? Oh, my God, I'll have to double-check that. Listing commission also stated incorrectly. Oh, good. Yeah, and mm. not to the benefit of me. Okay. Mm. Yeah, so I was not a happy camper by the time I got that deal done. Uh. Right. So it just goes to say, back to your point, about having some, maybe we can have some standards on how write-ups go, vetting the information, making sure the information you post is good. Photos were great, by the way. They were good. Okay. Good. Um, <laughs> are you ready for a good one? Yes. You just must have known if you were going to have a podcast with a slash home inspector, we we're going to chat about that. Um, renegotiate your purchase price. We'll take this price now, and after the home inspection, regardless, we'll just renegotiate another number. I, I've used that trick before, sure. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's yeah. doable. Absolutely. Especially if there's like major deficiencies that haven't been disclosed. Depends on what your buyer, if they really want it. I right. really want this. Just don't, don't let it slip away. Okay. And renegotiate another 25 off. After the inspection. Yeah. 
Yeah. And unfortunately, you can't smell if the other realtor really wants to make a sale. Right. You know, it could be an experience, could be whatever, but it happens. Okay. Let me give you a different scenario. It's not that scenario. It's just your average everyday spec townhouse that's in decent condition and you have buyers and sellers negotiating to a reasonable number and out of the blue the home inspection comes back 99% good but three flaws and that's got to be worth five to seven thousand dollars like my last realtor renegotiated after the home inspection it's got to be done on every deal yeah that's no that's offside I don't agree with that yeah Depends, I guess, on how badly both sides want to get a deal done, really. Well, you can sniff. Have you ever renegotiated after a home inspection and said, I don't have a reason for this. This is just the new number. Mm, no. 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 I did it. Hmm. I did it because I could smell that the seller had to sell. Yeah. And the buyer could. And he just felt like there was more money there. Hmm. And I'm like, give me the reason. I don't have one. It's emotional. That's what I'm going to take to them. I'm like, I hate to do this, but this is the new number. Yeah. I don't have a reason for it. The amendment's just going to say a price change. And we got it. Okay. Yeah. And then the buyer was like, we should ask for more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not thank you. <laughs> karma. That's yeah. You throw out the word karma. You, you ever get a seller or a buyer who says, just through the process, because they've never negotiated a transaction just feels like they're getting dicked around just because it's just general negotiations. Yeah. That's how it goes. All, all the time. time. Yeah, yeah. 100%. All the time. Mm-hmm. I don't think I want to keep going. I feel like this person doesn't want to get a deal done. Yeah. They're being an asshole. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now we're psychologists. Yeah, absolutely. Right? We're counselors. <laughs> this guy's screwing me over. Yeah. Oh, yeah. really easy. He's well, actually, screw him back. Yeah. He's just negotiating. Just he negotiate. wants more money. I know it. I can tell you for sure he wants more money. <laughs> Hyper emotional. Yeah. yeah. I, I parachuted in. This is awesome. I parachuted in to help a buyer. People came to me a year ago. I sent a couple emails, did some follow-up, and then they just disappeared on me. So then I get a random call. Hi, you tried to help us a year ago. We tried to buy a house recently, and it didn't go very well. So we're not going to use that realtor, but we'd like to make another offer on the same house. Okay. So two things at play here. I get to parachute in and I get to do the job effectively that someone else just tried to do. No fault to that realtor. There was too much emotion involved. And it was that scenario where the wife was saying, I don't, this, this person, these sellers aren't, aren't, don't want to get a deal done. They're, they're right. dicking us around. So th- they went away. We got a deal done just fine. The listing agent and myself both agreed to pay a referral to that first realtor because she put a ton of work in. And she effectively got us right to the finish line, but just needed help. That's nice mm. of you. Yeah, yeah we yeah. did. So respect that. Yep. Yeah. We and that that other realtor's in our office as well, and that was that's a guy that I I I, I didn't have a problem asking to do that. Mm-hmm. Some people I would, I guess, but yeah. And no hard feelings at the end. Oh no, the other realtor was like, "Are you kidding me? Oh right. God, they used to love me." I'm like, "Okay, well, you can look at this two ways. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you got fired, but yeah. you're still getting paid. Yeah, that's not a bad deal." So what deal. do they call that? The golden handshake? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'd say you're doing just fine. Yeah. I'll take a golden handshake. Yeah. Um, sticking on the lines of home inspection. Um, I had another good one here. Where'd it go? You have to find something. Oh, yeah, this it is. Um, did the home inspection pass or fail? 
is there a pass yeah, fail? Yeah, is there a pass There's fail? There's no pass or fail. No. Right? No it's just, fail. it's all to interpretation. Yeah. Right? Um, oh, there's a bunch of code problems in the home inspection. <clears throat> yeah. Code compliant issues. You see it all the time. But, I mean, it, but it's not a code compliant inspection. Exactly. Right? Exactly. It's I hate not a that new word. build. As a past home inspector, I hated the word, what's the code on that? Yeah. It doesn't well, matter. It doesn't matter. We're not city right now, right? And I think you get it a lot of times where you, you may be, um, the seller wants to know, did the home inspection just pass or fail? So we call it a pass. Yeah. If we can continue to buy it, it's a fail if we're asking for money. <laughs> I, can, I, can I give you a little anecdotal yeah. on that one? Yeah. So a really nice custom-built home on, uh, on Glen Eagles finally sold. I was a listing agent, and someone else brought the deal to me. And my sellers negotiated once on price, and then that was it dug in and the, the buyers are like okay well, I guess that's it so they accepted subject to sale of a house home inspection happens and at this point I'm like you know we we really haven't done anything nice as a, as a seller on this deal we haven't bent over at all we have negotiated let me give you that um, so when the home inspection happened there was there was cold compliant GFCI plugs in the kitchen right they, they're not there I said okay but you know really experienced realtor on the other side you know that that's not a that's not a reason to like we, what do you want me to do? It's hard to justify. Hard to justify yeah. that. So it, it just so happened that the breaker panel, the panel and the breakers inside were not really that easy to change around and neither were the plugs. Right. Just to based on the electrical wiring. So six hundred dollars later, my guys had to change out two plugs on the sink. And I it was my job to then kitchen. In the kitchen. Right. To sell them on it. I'm like, listen. We want this deal to have good feelings all the way through. It's six hundred bucks. You got the price that I didn't think you were gonna get. Right. So, just do it. Just do it, please. Yeah. Fought tooth and nail, but they got it done. When I was a home inspector, I used to go through a house and be like, "Yeah, this is a good one. Like, there's really no issues. No one's gonna be mad at me for yeah. poking along." And then the buyers would be like, "What's the deal with that GFCI? How much is that gonna cost? Should I walk away?" He's like, "Oh." <laughs> this is this is what I would call a pass. <laughs> this is a piece. It's green lights. Hey, hey, I'm gonna double back to disclosure here for a second. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, so what do you okay, so I came across a situation last year where we rode on a property, inspection came back, very poor, found some mold, some water issues. Now the sellers requ- requested to see that inspection report. Yeah. So n- no problem. We walked away from the deal, we gave them the inspection report. Now, are they obligated to disclose all this stuff? Well, I know this very intimately. First of all, you can't use the word mold. Nobody knows what mold is. Okay. Because there's no real such thing as mold. That would be saying, like, um, there was air in the house. Well, what kind of air? Right? Like, you, you have to be a scientist or biologist to figure out what kind of... I have a master's degree in biology. Okay. Not really. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Can you say more? <laughs> Philippa does. Um, I actually have a degree in microbiology. Oh, so. oh nice. So nice. she would have the right to say it's cladosporium nice. in there, and that's yes. really bad for you. So I don't know. I would say that they do have a right to, they have to disclose. Yeah. I would think. Yes, I, I agree. Okay, so now what if they fire their realtor, mm. hire a new realtor mm. yeah. with a new PDS? Mm. Well, that's where we go back to realtors are dishonest, yeah. probably at the same ratio that sellers are dishonest. So I'm assuming that realtor did their due diligence by letting them know this. Yeah. They didn't like it, so they moved on. Well, I have firsthand experience that ended up in a courtroom over just the exact same really? issue. Yeah. Yeah. As a 
home inspector going through a house and found what I would say would be the worst case of mold in a house. You found air. I found cladosporium <laughs> at high levels. And actually, I was a mold inspector, so I could... I so could, you nice. inspected nothing because there's no such thing as mold. Right. Thank you. Yep. The terminology would be uh, biological growth. <laughs> okay. And um, the buyers walked away for good reason. It was yeah. a big deal, and the sellers weren't willing to move on the price. Like, it was going to be a complete attic renovation. It wasn't like a little black spot. It was yeah. like two inches of thick of ongoing growth. With, like, it was like a rainforest in the attic. Yeah. Jeez. And so the, the seller calls his home inspector, who did the home inspection 13 months earlier and didn't say anything. And they asked for a copy of the report, which I obliged them because I'm like, yeah, this is a bad one, man. You need to deal with this. Yeah. And that home inspector takes that to a higher level of counsel that, in, that found where I had said the word mold in my report, which I don't have the authorization to do. And so the seller decides because he did something he wasn't supposed to do, we could sue him for the loss of our sale. Mm, and I had to go through court 12 months. It took 12 months of stressing about that where um, a judge ruled, not talking like discovery meeting, a judge ruled this was the most ridiculous waste of time he'd ever seen in the life. Nice. And that was the end of it. Oh, thank God for that Tough judge. Shelf. But yes. that wasn't how it was. Uh, I was going to lose my license as a home inspector for using the word mold. If I just changed his wording to like biological growth, I was in the clear. And it was a bad one. Unreal. Now that house sold shortly after. And I don't remember there being any fuss about the attic. I drive by that house all the time and there's no fence on it and nothing been improved. Still same old crappy roof. Now I'm going to say, I'm going to go one step further. Same old shitty roof on there. (laughs) 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 Anyways, enough about that. Any other inspection myths? It's hot in here. Oh, it's hot. Real hot. I think you just want clothes to start coming off, Parker. What kind of podcast (laughs) is this? It's a good one. Oh, my God. Um, Some of the best podcasts where you have to declothe. You got to strip down. (laughs) Okay. Let's do it. Let's let's talk about the money. It's a good one. Um, You can save money by simply going with a discount brokerage. Well, no. From what I've seen over the years, a discount brokerage means discount. Service. Everything. Discounted. Everything. Everything. Everything's discounted. You get what you pay for. Absolutely. 100%. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't want to put anyone on the spot, but there's a couple brokerages in town that are discount brokerages, and there's a couple that are not from town that will work in town if the opportunity arises. They mm-hmm. really know our market really well, too. They, they have a good sense. Very good sense. Of where the high... Yeah value is um that's i just am dealing with that right now i'm trying to find a property i'm trying to find the contact for a property here in Kamloops that's been listed by someone out of town i've gone through every board i've gone through every mls i cannot find them and there's no oh, contact the information we, yeah we looked at yeah, yeah. um Amrit. it would be of good service no it would be of good service for the seller to actually list it in the Kamloops board don't you oh, think yeah. so this listing get this yeah this is a house listed and it's not listed in our board. It's not. It's got the X O five. It's like a mainland out of Toronto. 
Is that where it is? I've seen a couple of them. Because yeah. I can't find it anywhere yeah. in our what we can have access to. And there's no contact information Nothing. on the internet for who that person well, is that's selling it. What the board have to say? It goes straight to M. It goes straight to Royal Page, so it could be anywhere, anywhere across Canada. But it's not on our board. It's not on our board. Ah, yeah. But, but it's it, definitely our listing. But it shows up on our MLS. No, it shows. It doesn't show up on our MLS. MLS. Oh, okay, generic. Not on like right. yeah. our system. Yeah. So but realtor. With no realtor associated. Yeah. It'll be on realtor.ca. I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I think I that's where my client that. emailed it from. Yeah. Yep. So there's great service. Top notch. <laughs> Did it say who the seller was? Like, were they top shelf? Were they locals? I don't know. Were they I can't cur- remember. currently in court? Oh, yeah. Quarantine? And he was like, that's a good door knock. Yeah. I can justify <laughs> yeah. that door knock. <laughs> get her. You're just hey, get I was trying to get in. I'm not trying to, like, you know, take you away from your great realtor, but I can't get a hold of the guy. <laughs> is he still alive? <laughs> um, is, there, is there any myths around commission? Well, no. I think commission is... It's always going to be that that interesting little hot potato that all the time we mm-hmm. either want to talk about or don't want to talk about. It's when I got into the business in Kamloops, the commissions they're never set for the record. Why was it told to go at six and three by the office, right? So six and three commission Vancouver was different. Seven and three and a half, totally different structure. And then you look at that fifty fifty split breakout on a Vancouver listing. It was. It was like three and one point six nine eight four seven two. I'm like, well, that's a random calculation, yeah. right? How do you come up with that, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Why can't it just be a, a nice round number? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. but but what so, about the discount? The discount places that actually, when um, you have one of us coming in, that we write commission into it, right? Then they have to go back to their seller and say, oh, sorry, it's not one percent. Actually, it's this much percent. And you'd be surprised um, those agents sometimes even seed it right up front. They do. Like yep. they're going to say, listen, when a realtor comes in from a Remax or Royal LePage, Century 21, they're going to write the full commission in, so yep. they're just giving you the heads up. Yeah. So are you even, you're getting it's discount not, service and you're paying full price. And you're paying full price, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. Amen. Um, amen. <laughs> amen. How about this? Um, I can save money, I just sell it myself. I got access to internet. I got access to the MLS because I can get on with a mirror listing. And... I'll just sell it myself. Yep. How, how did that work out for the for your buyer that just bought one privately? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right? it's great. They sold it themselves, but they left a shit ton of money on I the table. I think that's the fun one, though, right? Yeah, it's awesome. How about the it's dirty good ones benchmark. where negotiations well, we go ugly? We don't hear enough about those, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. We, we just don't. There's a whole pile of people that, that skate through life selling their own houses and think they're experts at it until it doesn't work. Right. It's good until it doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I'll share a story when I was 21 and ignorant. Well, not as an average ignorant, but a little bit ignorant. Um, <laughs> a little bit. I bought a house privately. I didn't know any better and I didn't know anything and saw for sale sign and knocked on the door and, and bought the house. Man, I, I did everything wrong. I never discovered title. Oh, God. I didn't know anything about the market. It's just I could afford the house and I liked it. I didn't see comparables. I, my deposit bounced. Ooh, by accident. It was a by accident thing. Hmm. And by accident. <laughs> it wasn't on purpose, you mean. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, didn't, I didn't write a defunct check. That's uh, what you mean. Yeah, you know, just for shits and giggles. No, like, a, like it was like a big check. So like a whole bunch of stuff 
it just didn't balance out. This was the days before they had overdraft. I just needed like another eighty bucks. How old are you? Ninety? <laughs> it's like one of those <laughs> like, ones. It's like one of those oh, ones you win on the prices, right? Oh, you went in with those big checks. Overdraft's been around a lot longer than you have. <laughs> okay, but when you're twenty one, they don't give you overdraft. <laughs> no, they don't. <laughs> exactly, right? No. So yeah, like I, I was like the worst case scenario. Somehow that panned out okay though. But I got lucky. That's where it's like it's good until it isn't good. Yeah. Did you hire a home inspector? No, I just checked it out. I kicked the tires myself. Mm. Right? Yeah. That'll work. I did everything wrong. Everything. And then it looked out. It was okay. But when I look back at all the stupid things I did, how about this? I didn't know there was termites in Calums. And the neighbor had termites. Oh, snap. Anyways. There, I was showing a house in Valley View last summer, beginning of last summer. No, a summer, two summers ago. Yeah, summer and a half ago. Anyways, um, and the neighbor next door was a buddy of mine from the fire department. So I walked over there and I said, hey, what's going on? How you doing? Let me know if you ever want to sell a house. A great house. I'd love to help you. He's like, well, we're building a house at the lake. It's going to go up for sale, but I'm going to try and sell it myself. I said, okay, well, call me first. I'll help you come up with a value and see if we can't just talk you out of trying it yourself and talk commissions, all that sort of stuff. He did it anyways, by himself. I drove down Valley View the other day, and I still see the for sale by owner sign. Oh, yeah. Right. Right across from Roth Bell. Still sitting there. Yep. Yep. Sure is. Wow. Two years later, beautiful house, too. We're backs onto the, the Juniper Rose Hill green space where the mountain bikers right. are. Right. Okay, but really. you think after two years you would realize, okay, maybe something needs to change. Yeah. Yeah. What well, how many hours you put in in those two years? Yeah, if you added it up. Yeah. Well, I can't imagine he's putting a whole ton because he's oh. assuming, I think he went with some born and bred fire department system that one of the guys came up with that effectively gets it on the internet. But getting it on the internet isn't... I feel like I know this story. The end all be all. You, it's got to be on the right spots on the internet. Where do people look for houses? Right. Realtor.ca, I would assume, is the first place they go. Yep. And then maybe they're gonna they're gonna farm out to Royal Page and then the remote whatever. And right? then the fire fire department website. Or how yeah. About the fi- like where or how is about that? Just the, how about just the fact that some agent's gonna spend a whole ton of money as an ad to get his IDX in that house yeah. to be on front page first time all the time at no expense to the seller or yes. seller's agent if you're just on listed yeah. and yeah. part of the yeah. system. Yeah. It does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. Maybe put on the back pages of Craigslist. Oh, I, is Craigslist still a thing? I, I've heard. I don't know. I've heard. God, is front? Gigi still a thing? Is Marketplace is the new thing. It is, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, Marketplace has a better reach, and there's Way no reach. ads, mm-hmm. and it's, yeah. yeah. I got mm-hmm. some used yeah. sacks, underwear for sale on Marketplace. Ooh, good. good deal? Oh. Slightly used. <laughs> gently, gently, gently used. stained. There's only one hole in one of them. On my free time, I double as a, an uh, as an agent for purchasing on marketplace. Yeah, mostly just like leisure wear. Yeah, leisure wear. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Buy a house and a soiled mattress all in the same time. <laughs> you know what? I, I haven't found on marketplace, and trust me, I've looked. It's sex toys. They're not up there for sale. I don't. There's I don't no understand. Category? None whatsoever. <laughs> I've searched. Look in the new section, not the used. Oh, dude, that's so much more sense. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna try that These right now. These thoughts on Valentine's Day. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna Google it. Well, Andrew's up. parameters are slightly used but fair condition. Yeah, <laughs> I'm good with that. Recently cleaned, old dude. Okay, how about this one? You uh, you're gonna list a house. Let's list it high. Let's list it really high. 
We'll just get more. We can always come down, but we can't go back up. Mm, no, that's not going to work. It's a disservice. It sets, it sets false expectations. Absolutely. On top of a yeah. whole bunch of other things. Yeah. 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 No attention. No yeah. attraction at the beginning. Yeah. Just gets stale. It gets... Um, you know, it, to me, it shows you you don't know the market. Yeah. And then your seller is, is upset because why has it been on for a month or whatever, right? Yeah. 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 And then there's finger pointing. Mm-hmm. Yep. 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 It's a real good way to take a listing and then right away lose a listing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love coming in second on those. You usually get a little more flexibility. Yeah. 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 Two weeks later, yeah. they usually phone you. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny, though, like, as an agent, it's kind of your job to bear the bad news. Yeah, 100%. Right? Yep. That's well, what they're hiring the, you for. Yeah, mm-hmm. part of the job is managing expectations. Managing, right? managing price, managing expectations. But then you still do have clients that are absolutely no vendor priced, and that's it. Yeah. Right? Yep. Well, How about the flip side? Um, let's start really low on the offer because... Why not? We'll get it cheaper if we start, you know, down here because the halfway point's here. And Yeah, yeah. 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 Insulting us. Yeah, I was going to say insulting the seller so they can say see and ever, right? Yeah. Bad idea. I thought we'd have more discussion on that one myself. You know what? I've even educated clients on that can happen, and they've even they said, you know what? Go ahead and put the low ball in and see what happens. Mm-hmm. I had a guy today. So I got a referral from a Calgary realtor. He said, "Hey, this is uh, I'm sorry. This is not a great referral. It's a um, a cabin on Adams Lake." I said, "Okay, whatever. Ninety thousand dollar listing." Um, before I call the client, I call the listing agent and I go and do some research on the listing because that's what we do. You can't do that on the internet by yourself. So I figure out that this thing is recently sold five years ago for $62,000. They're asking $99,000. It's lease land and the lease title document says it gets renewed every three to four years. Oh, lovely. I'm like, oh, that's great. Well, I don't even know (laughs) where are we at now. So the listing agent, has his shit together, and he's like, "Yeah, we actually got about twenty-five years left on the on the or fourteen years on the, the parent, the master lease, but you have to write subject to ban approval on any offer. The bans go to approve you, and then you've got to negotiate your lease. We had a full price offer, but the ban didn't approve the buyer because they didn't like the look of the th- whatever. I don't know yeah. what happened. Yeah. So I called the. I said, "Okay, that's all I need to know." I called the, this buyer up, prospective guy, and he's like, I just want to offer 40. I said, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to save you and I both a lot of time and say that's not going to happen right now. This is, and this is why. I just had this phone conversation. I just figured all this out. Unless you're prepared to go sit in front of the band and be interviewed to get this lease renegotiated, and why would they sell for less than 99? They just had an offer. Right. He's like, okay, thanks. That was the end of the dialogue. Like, ha- Educate yourself. Yeah. Have the conversation. Mm-hmm. Totally. For, for sure. That's yeah. the key thing. Why yeah. waste any time? Why? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. All right. And okay. we respected that too. Oh, totally. He's That's like, okay. Yeah. All right. Well, let's go look at Red Lake. I'm like, yeah, I'm on vacation for two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is that the guy you sent me the other day? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry about that. Thanks, man. <laughs> and he sent it to me, so I got to pay yeah. him a yeah. referral and you oh, a yeah. referral. Just, so how many referrals can you pay out? Okay. Say four. On forty thousand. Seventeen dollars. On that overpriced listing. Um, Which one? The one on Azure. Oh, I'm sorry. You weren't. <laughs> I don't want to reduce my price because I don't want to seem desperate as a seller. <laughs> yep. I don't want to seem desperate. Not going to disagree there. It it's, can show a sign of weakness. You're trying to sell your house. Yeah. Doesn't but matter. You I know, still get to negotiate. 
you still hired Andrew to be a shark, shark. when it comes down to it. Kitten. <laughs> what was the question? I got distracted. <laughs> no, I got totally... His cat noises totally That's distracted why I can't me. Feed you guys beer until the second this half. This isn't even beer. This intermission what is this. I lost weight drinking that beer. <laughs> Eighty calories? Are you kidding me? Let's do diet plan. Holy! Not only do I sell houses, but we work a diet plan into our uh, negotiation strategy and podcasts. And that's yeah. true. Sorry, I feel like I. I, I All right, this, this is like our final question. This is a really important one, so pay attention, Andy. Okay. Um, you, you, your client, you're representing the seller. Yeah. I don't want to reduce my purchase. My, I don't want to reduce my sale price, my, my list price, because um, I don't want to seem desperate. They realistically want a lower price, but they don't want to l- reduce it purely on the fact that. Oh, someone wants to buy it. They can offer a lower number. Well, there's a few factors in there. How long has it been listed for? And have we had any other reductions since? Right? There's a few things you got to look at. Do you see, when you see a, uh, a listing that's been on the market for 90 days with three reductions, is that an indication of... Motivated. Aggressive? Still, go at it. Hard? Yeah, these guys want to sell. Lower the number? I, I'm not... Low, 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 low offer? I'm not sure I'd <laughs> low, 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 but I'd... But that indicates to me that someone wants to get that house sold. They definitely want to sell it. Yeah. As opposed to like the other listing that has 90 a days of just sign. sitting there like a turd. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Any final thoughts? But they're also, they're also um, giving themselves more access to PCS, right? They're dropping down into a different category. So more people are going to see it if they're yeah. above that specific category someone's on PCS for. Yeah, it's true. Have you ever had the experience that when you pull a property off the market and put it right back on the market at the same price or lower price, whatever, and you all the agents that are making offers have full access to that information, they know it was just on the market, mm-hmm. but then all of a sudden you get a bunch of activity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you've got a whole new set of PCS clients that are telling their mm-hmm. agents to yeah. do it. Right. Hey, I really like this house. It just came back on the market. Back on. There's strategy to that, for sure. For sure there is. Yeah. It should accompany a slate price reduction yeah, we just proved it wrong like we didn't we just did one uh, we put it back on the market after being off for two months put it back on the market because we had an offer when it was off the market oh well two months okay that's different yes let me rephrase that it's a recreation property that we took off at the beginning of winter yeah and put it back on in the heart of winter Aha. and all of a sudden you get all this action hmm. it's crazy new round of buyers new round of buyers that's probably what it is uh, final thoughts? No. Do we debunk all the myths? I'm going to debunk the myth that we don't work hard and I got to get out of here. So I want to thank Parker Bennett for hosting us today. <laughs> <laughs> I got some showings I got to get to. <laughs> Me too. Thanks, get buddy. Hey, okay, cheers. <laughs>